Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Paul is the author of three best-selling books, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, and his brand new book, 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care. Now available on Audible and narrated by Mr. Producer. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to today's program. We're going to chat today about starting a lawn care business from scratch. I mean, you don't have any customers, any equipment. You are starting brand new from scratch. How do you build a successful business and what are the proper steps? As my buddy Naylor says, brick by brick, as we build a foundation, what's the proper process to uh, purchase equipment, to market, to gain customers, and what order should you go in so that you build the appropriate foundation so that your business is profitable as soon as possible and has lasting success. Now, on yesterday's program, we had a little fun talking about the top 100 lawn and landscape companies in our industry. I know here in Atlanta, just a few of those companies, they're doing 30, 40, $45 million of revenue a year. They have 300, 400, 500 employees, and there are these big companies with so much uh, systems and processes and uh, employees, and things are um, running, you know, nearly on autopilot. But when you're just starting out, you look at that; it can be very intimidating. But how do you eat an elephant? Not that you'd want to eat an elephant, but <laughs> you'd eat it one bite at a time. And uh, we're going to talk about some of those baby steps, if you will, today of how to start a lawn care business from scratch so that as you come out of the gate and you're, you're in year one and two, it's built the proper way uh, to, to bring you the most benefits, both short-term and long-term. So looking forward to our conversation today. Thanks to today's episode sponsor. That's our friends at Jobber. Jobber is a customer relationship manager that allows us to send invoices to our customers and maybe even before that, a quote. And then uh, it's a way where we can communicate with our customers in a very professional way. We can also do things internally uh, like scheduled jobs. Uh, But by far, my favorite feature of Jobber is just my go-to for sending an invoice and then the customer can pay uh, with their card or even better, as you establish your billing policy, you can get the customer's card on file and then charge the customer's card the date that you agree upon for the amount that you agree upon. And there's no more checks in the mail. I actually have to do an episode here, uh, Mr. Producer, sooner or later about the checks in the mail. Um, I have two news stories that I shouldn't have, but I have um, of the old checks in the mail, which it's not in the mail, but they say it's in the mail. You don't get paid. Not with Jobber, guys. You can um, get paid faster and uh, communicate with professionalism Uh, in a convenient way with your customers, they'll appreciate the convenience and the touch of professionalism and uh, the operations of your administration of of running the back end of your business will as well. To get started with Jobber, they'll actually hook you up with a 20% savings. If you go to getjobber.com forward slash Paul, that's 20% off your first six months at getjobber.com forward slash Paul. When I started my lawn care business, guys, when I say I started it from scratch, I didn't have a truck. I didn't have equipment. 
And uh, obviously I didn't have customers. I started with nothing. And so I picked up my first customer. I'm not going to share the whole story. It's in my first book, Cut That Grass and Make That Cash. I share how I um, accidentally, in air quotes, um, stumbled upon picking up my first customer. So from there, I'm like, oh, I got to figure out how in the world I'm going to cut this person's grass because I don't have anything. So uh, my buddy had a lawnmower in the garage. I didn't ask him if I could use it. I just you know, used it and ended up breaking like a week or two later. And I ended up buying him a different one that was better. His wasn't even self-propelled. So the one I got him, when I explained it to him, I was like, Hey man, by the way, I use your lawnmower. It broke and I got you a new one. So there you go. Uh, thankfully a friend of mine, let me borrow, um, their power equipment. They had a steel handheld blower and a, a weed eater and um, they had a blade edger. So I was able to use my friend's power equipment, borrowing it with his permission my other friend's mower without his permission, and I was in business. So that's not the that's not the uh, best practice of how to start, but that's how I started, just to prove the point that you don't have to have $50,000 or $20,000 to invest in getting started. Now, thankfully, I did a coaching call uh, with somebody the other day, and he had even more money than that uh, to get started. And he's like, you know, I, and I was like, listen, man, you don't need to spend, you spend a fraction of that to get the proper equipment and to get the proper um, marketing so that you can get the right customers and then you have the proper equipment to execute the service with excellence and with efficiency. And so whether you are like the gentleman I did the coaching call with that has uh, you know a lot of money to get started with or like you or me, broke, busted, and disgusted, and you're starting with basically just a desire to work hard, um, I'm gonna kind of give you the brick by brick foundation. Now, some of you can go faster with this because you have more money moving at the speed of cash, while others are going to have to scrape and claw and get one done and then make the next goal, the next um, thing. To, I'm, I'm going to give you the list here, but you just kind of go in order. And as you have the money, you build it. And then over time, um, you'll have the proper foundation. So we'll start with the equipment because I know that's what most guys are, you know, it's more fun to talk about. But what's as, ooh, sorry, Mr. Producer, what's as equally excellent, yeah, excellent in broadcasting. We have uh, my buddy John Pajax coming into town um, later this week. So we've been kind of reconstructing the studio here. We're going to be uh, filming some videos for you guys. So uh, anyway, so... Uh, we'll start with the equipment of what you need to get started. And before you, um, you know, do anything, I would recommend going down to the, um, if you're in Gwinnett County, for example, head on down to the Gwinnett County offices. They got all kinds of government buildings there. I remember, um, that's where I started my business. And, um, I remember I went into the wrong building. I was like, Hey, I need to get a business license. I'm starting a lawn care business. They're like, go over to that building. I go over there. They're like, you're in the wrong building. Go over there. And I was like, you know, it was like a zigzagging around town. And finally I got the right building. And the lady's like, you know, fill this paper out. And you know, here I am filling it out. And she gives me a piece of paper that, you know, Paul Jameson lawn care. Um, actually I think it said Jameson landscaping. I, I had, you know, no marketing branding. I had like four different names in the early days, uh, which is another story for another day. I'm telling you the right way to do it, not the way I did it, because I didn't do it the right way. But um, you'll take that, you'll go down to the credit union or the bank, and you'll say, hey, I have a new business. Here's all my credentials. Here's my information. And they'll open you up a business checking account. And you can ask them, hey, can you open me up a business savings account as well? And so that way, from this point forward, 100% of the revenue that comes into the business goes into that account. Every 
single yard you mow. If they pay you in cash, you put the cash in the account. If they pay you with a check, you put the check in the account. If they pay you with a card on file through Jobber, you have it all linked to your account going, going straight into your um, business checking account. That way, when one day, hopefully you go to sell your business, all your money from day one is in order and you can prove that your numbers are accurate, honest, real, and that's going to beef up the value of your business when you go to sell. So you want to get that in order um, first place. Now, before going out and buying equipment, you want to figure out where your target market is. Here in Atlanta area, we have some incredible neighborhoods that are these cookie cutters. Uh, A lot of them are newer, so the trees aren't all mature, so there's not as much leaves to to do in the fall. And the the Bermuda's nice and getting nice sun, so it looks good. And these, there's hundreds of homes in these neighborhoods or, and these neighborhoods are clustered together. So there's one here and you, you go a half mile down the road and there's another one. And so what you want to do is you want to find out, okay, there's a storage facility here where I could keep my equipment. The neighborhood's right here. I want to, I want to try to work in this neighborhood right here. And then the one across the street and then that one over there. And they're all dense. They're in a two, three mile radius. I know maybe you're not in Atlanta and you're like, what are you talking about, Paul? Well, that's how they are around here. So that's, that's what I'm familiar with. But you want to select th- those neighborhoods first, because once you know the size of the um, turf that you're going to be mowing, then you can know what mower you need. In Atlanta, these yards are smaller that you could actually use if you just are starting out. You could use a 21-inch commercial lawnmower or probably in even better for the yards that are in my mind that I'm thinking of, a 30-inch commercial lawnmower. And so shout outs to our friends at Howard Brothers. If you're listening, Andy and Doug and my friends down there, right? That, that's uh, Howard Brothers has five or six locations here in Metro Atlanta. You go on down and you say, hey, I'm starting a lawn care business. Um, uh, Paul said I need a 21-inch mower or a 30-inch mower. And, and you can you can get uh, looking at the the price tag, you know, 1200 or 2000 for a a really good commercial mower. If you're going to get a 21 inch, you can get one for less than that. But a lot of guys go out and they buy a 60 inch mower or a 61 inch or 72 inch, which are just crazy expensive. And it's unnecessary if you're doing these yards that are smaller. Now, if you live out in rural, you know, middle of America and, and, and you don't have these cookie cutter neighborhoods with smaller yards and you got these big old, you know, acre properties, then you, you are going to have to take, you know, the, the, the larger size mower. But I'm talking about starting out, know the properties that you want to work at. And if I was starting a business in 2022, I would pick one of these neighborhoods that are um, the smaller yards. They're all jam packed together. They have garden beds that are going to need mulched and they have minimal trees because I don't like blowing leaves all fall long um, in the some of the other neighborhoods are very mature. There's a lot of leaves to do and it's time consuming. But anyway, you pick the neighborhoods, you're like, okay. 30 inch lawnmower is going to be perfect for this. So obviously you're going to need a lawnmower. That's uh, where I would get started. Um, And we're talking for lawn mowing, lawn maintenance. Now, if you listen to my show for any amount of time, you know, I'm all about upsells and cross sells and landscape enhancements and, and the monies are in those jobs. But when you're just getting started and you have no customers um, doing a, a, a day or two or even three of lawn mowing customers will get you uh, so revenue coming in, it will get you um, a head up on marketing and, and just getting your name out and, and getting things going. So I like starting with lawn mowing. And eventually when your uh, book of business gets bigger, your um, reach gets bigger, 
you can switch to just doing landscape enhancements and installations. And um, definitely for the lawn mowing company cu- customers, you want to upsell them anyway. Um, eventually, you know, let them know, hey, we do mulch, we do aeration and all that. But we'll get to that in a minute because don't go out and buy an aerator day one. Well, you can rent all that stuff. So we're starting with the the bare minimums here. You need a lawnmower. You need it sized appropriately for the lawns you're starting out with. And that's very important because you're going to want to be as efficient as possible. And I wasn't, I I didn't even have a self-propel. I had a 21 inch raggedy lawnmower, no self-propel. And I'm out there literally pushing it, um, up this slope and stepping in dog poop. And it's, it's just bad (laughs) memory. So a good lawnmower, very, very important. Make sure it's sized appropriately. Don't over buy, uh, just cause you saw somebody on Instagram with a nice big mower. Uh, number two, you're going to need a weed eater. Uh, some people call it a whippersnipper, a string trimmer, but you're going to need a good one of those. Echo's my go-to brand. Uh, they sell them at the Home Depot. Of course, they sell them at Howard Brothers. Uh, just go get the commercial. Um, you know, I think it's the 2620 model. Um, you know, it should be, I think at Home Depot, they're like 319 bucks, something along those lines, uh, maybe a little bit more. Um, if, if you get the top, top, top of the line, you know, you still should get one for under 400 bucks. Um, it just depends. Um, maybe you're listening to this five years from now and <laughs> it's more, but Hey, you got to get a good whippersnipper string trimmer, weed eater. And that's going to be what you use to weed eat around the mailbox. Um, you can flip it and it takes a little bit of skill. I have a YouTube video on my, um, green street podcast with Paul Jamison YouTube channel. Um, actually it's on the Paul Jamison channel. I think that video with great Chisholm where he flips it and, and gets a nice little edge along the sidewalk. Um, you can flip it and obviously I like to flip it and, uh, you'll see in the video what I mean by flip the head, um, so that you can get a nice edge along the garden beds. And, um, you may say, well, shouldn't I use a blade edger along the sidewalk, the hard edges, the sidewalk, the street, the walkway up to the front door? Absolutely. But if you can't afford to get a lawnmower, blower, weed eater, and blade edger, the three that you need is the lawnmower the weed eater, which is, has multiple names, string trimmer, whippersnipper. You need the weed eater. You need the lawnmower. You need the blower. Those are three. There's no escaping, not having those three. You have to have those three uh, to get started in lawn maintenance. Now, if you have the money, by all means, get the blade edger. It, it, it makes it a, a better, um, um, aesthetics in my opinion, when you have the sharp blade in there, and then um, you run that along the driveway, you run that along the sidewalk. And, you know, I like to blow the channel out, blow your crack. I wrote that about, about that in my new book, 101 <laughs> Proven Ways to Make More Money in Lawn Care. Mr. Producer got a kick out of that because uh, let me see what number it is. I got the book in, in my hand here. I just grabbed it. Well, anyway, I talked about blowing your cracks. And then the next uh, point was about, oh, yeah, it was about having a... Um, a bathroom plan. It was, it was just funny. It was unintentional, but that's, that's neither here or there. So those four pieces of equipment are super important, um, to, to, for starting a lawn mowing, um, the blower mower and weed eater are absolutely essential. You, you have to have those three. And then if you can get the, the blade edger, if you have the money, that's nice. And then uh, a basic hedge trimmer. Uh, again, I, I kind of go to echo, but any of the main brands get a commercial hedge trimmer. Um, that's going to help you with trimming up the bushes. Uh, when I started, I had a black and Decker 
It was a cordless, or not cordless. You had a, it had a cord with it. So I'd go uh, to my customer, had a bunch of bushes, and I'd have to knock on the front door and say, hi, Mrs. Kim, um, can, can you crack the window open? And then I'll, I'd, she'd crack the window open. This is a $1.25 million house. She'd crack the window open, and I'd, I'd uh, hand her the cord, and uh, she'd plug it in the wall. And then I'm out there for like an hour with this raggedy Black & Decker, um, you know, uh, trimmer for the bushes, hedge trimmer, and I'm trimming her bushes. And then I get done and I put my hand through the window and, you know, I pull it out and then I shut the window and chuck in the truck. All right. <laughs> so yeah, you don't want the cord. You want, you want to get a, uh, you know, a gas powered one or a battery powered one. So, um, but that, you know, that's a fifth piece of equipment. And what some guys can do is they can just start buying all this stuff and, 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 and they don't really use it. Like I, like I mentioned the aerator, if you're in year one, don't go buy a core aerator. There's way more important things to do. What is, we're going to talk about more later on this show with marketing and having a solid website, things like that. That is way more important than a core aerator. If you, if you want to upsell core aeration jobs, which I recommend, year one, just go rent a core aerator for crying out loud. So anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself, but those are um, five pieces of equipment. My list keeps growing here, but um, back to the main three, your, your strong blower, um, if you can afford it, go out there and, and, and get a good um, commercial backpack blower and, um, you know, a lawnmower and the weed eater. So coming up, we're going to talk about now, how do we get our customers? You have zero customers and, you know, let's say you, you bought the blower, the mower, the weed eater, you have a, a pickup truck that you've already had. You can go out and buy ramps at Harbor Freight or Northern Tool or, you know, some of these tool stores, they have ramps, 50, 70, 100 bucks. And the, uh, you can just push the mower right up the ramp, right into the bed of your truck. Um, that's how I got started. Uh, eventually, if you have the money, you can obviously get an open or enclosed trailer um, to connect to your vehicle. But um, let's say you got all of that, you know, ready to go. Then how do you get your first customer? your second customer, your third, fourth, fifth, 20th customer, and how do you get the right customers? Because I'm telling you guys, most companies, they can get the equipment, that's rather easy and, and, and fun, but then when it starts time to get the customers, they got customers spread out. Oh, I mean, you got, well, I got one customer in LA and the other one in New York and the other one down in Miami, right? I mean, that's, that's how it feels doing some of these coaching calls and it's like, what in the world? And, and they're just all over the place, and things are disorganized. So we're going to talk about the right way to get customers um, through marketing your business um, so that you uh, come out of the gate um, and do things the right way. So we'll continue the conversation coming right up after we hear a word from today's show sponsors. Have you heard the exciting news? Caleb and Brittany have started construction on what will be the Hardscape Academy's official headquarters for in-person training. This summer, you'll be able to go to their 8,400-square-foot facility in beautiful Fairfield County, Ohio, and get the hands-on training you and your crew need to improve your skill set and earn more money. If you can't attend in person, they will always have their online training resources for paper installation, retaining walls, fire pits, and step installation, along with one-on-one -on -one coaching calls. All of this can be found at thehardscapeacademy.com. If you're serious about mastering your skills, abilities, efficiency, and bottom line, thehardscapeacademy.com is for you. And that link is in today's show notes. 
Hey, Landscaper, do you work hard all year for freedom but still feel as though your money controls you? Unfortunately, because you can't give bookkeeping your full energy or focus, it just sits there most nights untouched, continually haunting you? Because your business demands your time elsewhere, you need a personalized bookkeeping solution dedicated to your industry. Gulf Coast Bookkeeping, now known as the Landscaping Bookkeeper, is dedicated to giving your time and peace of mind back through our monthly bookkeeping service. You can begin this partnership with us today by going to gulfcoastbk.com and scheduling a 15-minute phone call. We want you to become a confident and informed business owner. We'll take care of your grain so you can take care of theirs. Schedule a 15-minute call today at gulfcoastbk.com. You can count on Jobber to keep your business organized. Manage your business and back and forth with customers from one place. Estimate, quote, schedule, invoice, get paid, no software experience required. Friends, you can save 20% off your first six months at getjobber.com forward slash Paul or click on the link in today's show notes to try out the business management software that I've been using for years, Jobber. Alrighty, so we're talking about starting a lawn care business, which has just a really easy entrance into the industry. I was talking to a buddy the other day about a car wash, and it's astronomical how much it costs to get the actual real estate where you put the car wash because you got to kind of have it be out in the public where people see it and you know driving by in a popular area that's expensive and then all the equipment that you're driving through all the bells and whistles to clean your car all that's expensive and so you're easily getting into hundreds of thousands of dollars in some cases millions well with the lawn care business you can get started for you know relatively low amount of money you get your lawnmower get your weed eater get your blower possibly get your um, blade edger your um, hedge trimmer, a little bit of accessories like a, a, a couple gas cans, one for your gas for your mower, the other one for your 50 to one mix ratio for your uh, power equipment. But overall, that's not much money. Now, what's super important once you get the basic equipment is that you get the right customers. So many folks that start out don't really have much of a marketing plan and they're just picking up the wrong customers. And so um, I would recommend knowing what neighborhood you want to work in, what services you're going to offer. So I, I, you know, just if I went out and started a business in 2022, I'd offer um, lawn maintenance. That would, that would include mowing, edging, trimming, blowing. Um, you know, you'll mow the grass, you'll trim, you'll edge along the driveway, you'll trim the bushes, you'll blow. And I'd also offer a fertilization and weed control program. Now, I have the luxury of, I know a lot of people in the Atlanta market, so I have very reliable companies that I could turn to as subcontractors. And I would just subcontract that out to them because they're professional. They'll do it the right way. I'll bump up a little bit of profit that I'll make in it, but I'm not going to be messing with that year one. Um, but I would offer because they're going to ask you, well, do you do fertilization and weed control? And I say, yes. And so swiftly, you're going to want to find a good company that you can um, team up with um, for that. But back to the marketing, you know what services you offer, then the easiest way to do this with boots on the ground is door hangers. Uh, you can go to Vista Print, you can create your door hanger. And I mean, it's not that much at all. And then they'll send them to you. And then you literally just walk the neighborhood yourself. You put it on the door, you know, you put it on the little door handle and 
then the customer at some point is going to get it and they're going to call you or they're going to look through their little ring camera thing and they're going to see you and like, who's this guy? And they're going to call you and say, why are you on my front door? It's like, oh, hey, I'm Paul. I just, excuse me, I just started a lawn care company and uh, I'm just trying to pick up some customers in your neighborhood. If I ever see you on my property again, I'm like, well, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, uh, but that, that was an extreme example, but you're, get, you're getting the word out there <laughs> one way or the other with the door hanger. Now, someone might argue and say, well, isn't a direct mailer better? They're both really good. When I when you're starting something, what's the least friction? And that's door hangers because you can just go to Vista Print, you can order them, get them sent, and then as soon as you get them, you just start walking the neighborhood and putting them on the doors. And uh, I think that's the easiest. The door, the um, direct mail. It's called Every Door Direct Mail. That works too for sure. But there's a few more layers with that. You got to go to the post office. You got to pick your place. Uh, you know, region you want them sent to. And, and, and I just like the control of the door hangers. Um, I think that's the easiest for you when you're just getting started. Now, if you're in year four, five, six, you, you know, your marketing plan is going to look different than year one. And, and you can get into the direct mail and things of that nature. But I'm talking about just starting off with the door hanger. Now, what is so important, put your seatbelt on, <laughs> should have it on anyway. But what is so important is what these customers or potential customers are going to do. I just did this the other night. Um, uh, someone at the gym's like, have you ever ate at Connie house? And I was like, no, nah, I drove by and never ate there. And, um, yeah, like, yeah, you can get some, you know, you can get some protein, like some chicken and some, some steamed rice vegetables. And it's pretty good. You know, it's somewhat healthy, um, better than eating, you know, some of the other fast food and stuff out there. So I, you know what I did? I went on DoorDash, I pulled up the Connie house and, um, I clicked on their website. And I looked at their website. I looked at their reviews, which wasn't that good. It was 3.5 out of five, but um, the food looked pretty good. And I was reading through some of the reviews and it was interesting. Some of the, the pros and cons and, but I, I looked them up. I, I did my research. And so that's what they're going to do. They're going to take your door hanger and they're going to look you up on the internet. And so what you want to do, listen carefully, guys, this is so important. You want to have good social proof. And so that starts with a good website. And uh, I, I recently had um, Alex Kirby on the program. He's from Trifecta Landscaping. He you know, built a uh, very successful lawn and landscape company in Columbia, South Carolina. He's making websites now. And so he can make you a good one. I think their prices are three to 5,000, three, three for the entry level um, a website, which if you're just getting started is what you need. And then you got like a 5,001 for guys that are you know, more established or really taking this thing to the next level. But at some point, very early in your business, you need to get that good website because, um, they will look you up online and they'll look up the website just like I did for the restaurant. And they'll look up your, your reviews, which you can set that up for free on Google, my business. You can get, uh, Google, my business, get that set up. And if you have the good website, link your website to Google My Business, but at the very least, set up your Google My Business and uh, get some pictures up there. Make yourself look legit on the internet. So when someone gets your information on the door hanger and they will look you up probably at 930 at night, right? And uh, when everything kind of sails down, they'll, they'll just do a quick checkup on you. But and those are the customers you want. You, you just don't want someone willy-nilly. Oh, yeah, you got them over. Yeah, come on grass. So, you know, the, you want consumers that are smart. Those, those will be better customers, honestly, but, um, you got to make yourself look good online. And so I, I know that this is something that's tough to hear because a lawnmower, if you get a 30 inch lawnmower, it's like, Hey, 
You can go get the Toro Time Master for 1200 bucks or whatnot. You can get an Xmark commercial for, you know, a little over two grand. Um, and you're like, man, but the website's three to five for a solid, you know, reputable, good one. It is a lot. So if you got the money as you start your business, get that, get that good website immediately. If you have the money, if you don't have the money, then say, okay, I know I'm going to miss out a little bit as, as my building my business. And I, you know, I look raggedy cause I don't have a website, but make it a priority, put it on your vision board that as soon as you, as you start making money, you'll scrape together the money to get a good website. Cause the faster you can get that established, um, the better. And again, my friends over at pure marketing, they have the experience of how to niche a website for the proper SEO and the build a lawn care business. It's, it's, there's some basics call to actions and, and the way you build a website like that, that that's going to benefit your business. So we'll put a uh, pure marketing link in today's um, show notes. And um, at the end of the day, you want that solid website and you want to have some kind of form of marketing plan. There's, there's 12, 15, 20 ways that you could market. I'm just throwing out the door hangers because that's the simplest. You, you, you get those printed and you just start walking the neighborhood. You put the door hanger on, you walk into the next neighborhood and, and the lady's standing out in her driveway, washing her car and say, Hey, I'm, I'm Paul Jameson. I just started a lawn care business. Um, I, you know, do you have anybody that takes care of your yard? And she's like, Oh, you know what? Um, my husband is, but he's, he just, you know, got a transfer at work and he's traveling a lot and you know, yeah, I'll take your card and, and you know, you, you can give him the door hanger or, and, or you can get a, uh, you know, I recommend having business cards made up too. And you could just give her the card as well. And, um, You'll, you'll just be walking the neighborhood and, and putting these out. Now, when I started, and I didn't start with door hangers. I didn't know any better. I, 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 start, I did go to Vistaprint, and I created the most raggedy. Uh, I, I saw one of these the other day, Marty, um, when I was going through some of my old tax stuff, and I found one of my old business cards, and I was so embarrassed. I was like, are you kidding me? This thing was so raggedy. I think it said, it said Paul Jamison Lawn Care. And then up the upper left-hand corner, it said Paul Jamison, the owner. Like, I was, <laughs> I'm the owner. And... Uh, it had the most raggedy little graphic and, uh, it was, it was raggedy, but, and I didn't have door hangers. So I literally would walk around the neighborhood and there was four neighborhoods. The one I lived in, um, was huge and it had two entrances to get into our neighborhood, hundreds of homes. Then there was a neighborhood across the street, two, actually two neighborhoods across the street and then one next to ours. So there's four neighborhoods, you know, in this mile and a half, two mile area. And, um, I was like, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to just take over. I'm going to put up my business cards, all four of these neighborhoods. And I got started in my neighborhood and long story short, I never even came close to putting the car, the little business cards out in all four neighborhoods because I met Reggie and then I met Mrs. Stewart and then I met, I got Maria's um, property and, and then well, less, oh man, I got stories for days with less, but I started picking up these customers so fast. And then next thing you know, I'm out doing the work for them and I start working for a real estate agent and, and uh, picking up 10 to 20 customers just with door hangers. If you actually spend the time walking through the neighborhood, that is so easy guys. It is, um, it's so easy there's people out there that need their property spruced up and you, you, you just putting yourself in position to be considered and being at the right place at the right time. So get visible, get out in the neighborhood, put the door hanger on and just start talking to people. My boy, um, Jason sees from Lake taps landscaping. You know, he was on the show years ago sharing how he just started walking the neighborhood and, you know, he's saying, Hey, I used to work at enterprise. I got, so I'm moving to lawn care. Um, a family, you know, and I, I'm going to do a good job. Will you give me a shot? And, and people love that kind of stuff. Um, the big companies in our, 
area that I mentioned on yesterday's program, they do a good job, uh, Russell and Gibbs and, and uh, I mean, but those companies that have hundreds of employees, it, it's a different uh, experience when, oh, Paul's my guy. Paul, Paul takes care of my lawn. Like people, um, you know, I'm not, no shade at those companies. They, they do a phenomenal job. They do 30, 40, $50 million a year in revenue and, and, and they do a good job. They really do. But some people actually prefer, oh, Paul's my guy. Paul, they, they, they like that. Um, you know, oh, Jeremiah is my guy, you know, and, 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 uh, that family element of, of the smaller business. And so use that to your advantage when you're getting started, um, as customers, um, some, they like that, that, that they know your name and they're, you're, you're kind of part of their family and, and things of that nature. So I got to get rolling guys, uh, talking about the Connie house. I think I got to go get some Mr. Producer. Oh, that chicken. I, I haven't even ordered it yet. This might be my first time. I've been thinking about it all weekend. That, uh, grilled chicken. I think it's, uh, chicken teriyaki or something like that, maybe a steamed rice vegetable. And then you get either miso soup or, um, ah, oh, man, I, I'm about to order it on DoorDash. <laughs> Go get it. Ah, oh, I'll let you guys know how it is. But, um, I'm, I, I, we could do part three, part four, part five on this for sure. But at the end of the day, this to keep it simple, to start a lawn care business, get your business account set up legally, whatever state you're in, uh, California's laws and legislations are way different than Georgia. Know your, um, legalities, get that set up, take that information to your, your credit union or, or, or your local bank and get your business account set up. And then, um, only run your revenue for your business through that because one day, hopefully you'll set your business up to sell and you want that information to be accurate. Target and really think about what neighborhood or neighborhoods do I want to work in? And then once you figure out those neighborhoods, get your equipment that matches the appropriate sizes. Don't go out there and buy too much and, and buy all this other equipment. You know, Mitchell Gordy, I was at his shop and I, I walk in there and, and it looks like this guy's running this multi-million dollar company. His, his shop is awesome, guys. He has so much equipment. And, um, you know, sometimes you can look at stuff like that on Instagram and be like, oh my gosh, you know, he didn't start, he, he, he started years ago and he's only part-time. He didn't need all that stuff, but he's, he's, he's just a gearhead. He loves it all, but he acquired that slowly and, and over time. And, and, uh, you don't have to start like that. You don't have to build a, you know, $60,000 shop and, and have over a hundred thousand dollars of equipment in there. Day one, you can start with a simple lawnmower, commercial lawnmower, but one for your, um, appropriate size, the weed eater, the blower, and some door hangers on Vista print and, you know, get to work. Of course, you know, I'm going to recommend getting Jobber, the um, business management software so that you, when you have your customers, you can get their card on file. I think we'll have to do a whole new refresh show on that soon, Mr. Producer. Um, but get these basic things in order. And then as you're growing your business, you're going to quickly realize, oh, wow, I hate doing this, you know, trimming bushes. So I'm going to, I'm going to, select yards in the future that have less of these high maintenance bushes. And man, I really like um, doing work in the garden beds and I'm going to start, you know, marketing more that we install plants and flowers and, you know, mulch and pine straw and, and uh, you'll, you'll, you'll start figuring it out, but you just want to get started with that basic setup of the mower, blower, weed eater, and then target a neighborhood and then just saturate it with your door hangers, with yourself walking around, meeting people. And then once you get a job, do an excellent job. Make sure your lawnmower blades are sharp, mow really nicely, um, edge along the driveway, the sidewalk, the street, 
um, make it a really nice sharp edge, blow that crack out so it looks nice and and, and um, defined, and do a really good job. And and uh, you know customers will take notice, and, and you can get to 10, 20 customers in no time. And guys, I know today I've only shared a few of these practical tactics, um, but these are important that you. Uh, really get the right mower, blower, weed eater, and get that good website as soon as you possibly can. That's going to be what people are going to look you up as, and, and you want to just knock it out of the park with that. And then just be aggressive with your door hangers and, and your time to, to walk the neighborhood you want to work in. Make yourself known and and, and try to get customers um, the old-fashioned way by meeting them in person and, and, and leaving your information um, where they're going to uh, stumble upon it. And then hopefully as they view your website, they're going to give you a call and then just knock it out of the park. And so there's obviously a lot more to business than this uh, to get to the Russell landscape. Uh, Gibbs, you know, doing 30, 40, 50 million dollars a year, uh, a lot more components to it. But that's a good way to get started. And then just be mindful that if you build this thing the right way uh, and get all these pieces in place um, early on, then it will have a lot of value one day. Maybe one of these bigger companies will actually, you know, make an offer to buy you out one day and, and you can make a boatload of money by selling it. But from day one, build it the right way. If you guys need more tips on how to do this, actually literally share 101 proven ways that you can make more money in lawn care and be as efficient as possible. It's basically 101 practical tactics to grow a better lawn and, and landscaping business. And so we'll put a link to... Um, it's actually a brand new book that's in um, the paperback, hardback, ebook, audio book. Um, you can listen to it um, or read it in any format. We'll put a link to that in today's show notes. We'll put the link to the customer relationship manager that I would recommend um, getting started with. And, and that's what I personally use for years, Jobber. And there will also be the link to the website service company that actually focuses on building good websites for lawn and landscape companies. Um, so take a gander through today's show notes. And if you're not already subscribed and have the bell notification um, to, to let you know when a new episode comes out, please smash that follow button and turn the notifications on because we drop these episodes every single morning and hope you'll catch us on the next episode, the Green Industry Podcast. Thanks for listening, guys. This has been a Jameson Media and Mr. Producer production.